that's a cool shirt, Gage. I didn't know that you worked for NASA now. I do. Yeah, I, uh, I'm their uh, lead irrigation technician on the moon. Oh, yeah. I didn't, uh, didn't know that we were doing irrigation systems on the moon now. Buddy, we are growing space weed. Is it space weed or is it like, um, you know, are is is it like you're trying to grow like a sign you know the green grass with the gray background is kind of like advertising i'm gonna see a giant grassy nike fucking swoop on the moon <laughs> here soon i mean that, that 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 plays into it but uh you know that's how we raise funding we uh cut a deal with nike uh it's for 4.8 billion dollars we grow our weed in the shape of a nike logo so then mm. uh, when the moon is full you can see it uh, in its mm. full thing, but that you know that's five six years out. Uh, obviously, the commute is pretty hellish, you know. Uh, but it, you know it's great. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had. Uh, yeah. It's not you know obviously the moon. It's not zero gravity. I think it's about the eighth gra one eighth gravity of Earth, but one eighth low yeah. gravity weed will change your life. Were were you supposed to go on the Artemis launch? Yesterday, I was and yes, it got it delayed. Got canceled. Yep, that's why I'm still here on Earth. Fucking mm. hurricanes, you know. So, did Artemis actually get delayed because of the hurricane, or did it did it get l delayed because you forgot uh, to Amazon <laughs> a certain uh, rotary sprinkler head? Uh, nope, <clears throat> it was definitely uh, the uh, uh, hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, you you know, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot going on that you don't know about. Uh, you know, uh, the, the hurricane was created uh, by the government as an excuse to delay the launch of Artemis, so that way we could get our uh, uh, the everything ready to go for our top secret mission of growing weed on the moon. Moon, and uh, yeah, <laughs> we didn't have our uh, our plants ready or the right soil or something. I don't know. All I know is sprinklers, Robert. I don't know dirt. I don't know weed. I just know, oh. I just know water. Oh. So and, then uh, what do you know about the, the Artemis rocket? Uh, well, I know there is a hose that is attached to it, and it's uh, it's hooked up to a sprinkler. <laughs> uh, or, I'm sorry, a hose bib in, uh, in, <laughs> in Florida. We're just running that up to the moon because we need water. There's, I don't know if you knew. Did, I don't know if you didn't know this. There's no water on the moon, Robert. Uh, uh, oh no, I didn't know that. That's yeah. news to me. I think there might Weird. be some ice on the poles, but uh, yeah, buddy, there is. There's oh. no running water on oh. the moon. So how how did you uh, the the hose that you're running up yeah. there? Yeah, is it like a one of those like expanding? Houses, or is it more of you know, like the old generation kind of heavy duty kind of hoses? Well, it you know it's funny you say that. It is a flex hose, uh, wow. and uh, basically what we do. It, How long also, is it? Uh, let me do some quick math here. If I if I about, if I know right, uh, it's, it's, it's about uh, like twenty feet or. Yeah, give it, give or take like three hundred thousand, two hundred thousand miles, something like that. Uh, oh, the moon. In case you're wondering, is two hundred thirty-eight thousand gotcha. miles away. Uh, no, so what we do basically, we have a really long hose. We run it the whole way up there, and then obviously, when you turn that water on, it expands the hose. Uh, 
Now, if mm. we ever need a quick escape without a spacecraft, we just tie that hose around our waist, and then the guy down in Florida just turns his hose bib off, and then uh, it just sucks us back down to Earth. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's what those hoses were designed for. Yeah, they're a NASA uh, NASA design. Did and you ordered it like through Amazon or? Yeah, it's like you know, it, you know, it's like two hundred thousand of these bad boys put together, just a whole bunch <laughs> of connections, <laughs> a couple leaks, but you know, it, it works. <laughs> C- couple of couplings. Yeah, just a just couple of couplings. One or two. One or two couple, one million. or two uh, <laughs> million couplings for two hundred thousand miles of hose and yeah, would yeah. I mean, so in case you're wondering, the moon is one point uh, two six uh, billion feet away from Earth. So uh, if we have fifty feet hoses that means we have 25 million hoses so there are 25 million 238 and uh, 400 connections between here and the moon so uh few few places where the water can leak does this mean that you're a hoser (laughs) i am yep that's my my official title (laughs) official uh, nasa hoser yes is that you robert that's the only way you can get a shirt that says NASA in four different <laughs> colors is uh, if you are an official NASA hoser. Official Na- okay. I did not, so. definitely did not get this at Kohl's like seven years ago. <laughs> I got it when I got hired in uh, in uh, Florida. Yep. Oh, in Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I that's why I the... go down there. I don't have a sister. I got nobody yeah. down there. Well, and I figured, though, I mean, I, you know, I was looking at, uh, you know, while we're recording the background um, where you're currently located at. And I yeah. figured um, the, di- the the dark purple skies with the dancing mushrooms kind of looked like Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely on the the uh, uh, Atlantic side. This is not the Gulf side. There's no mushrooms on the Gulf side. Just just. Just on the just, uh, Atlantic side, yeah. Just, just the Atlantic side. Yeah. Interesting. Did NASA develop the dancing mushrooms also, or uh, yeah, just, that, uh... just just for me? That's something else we're working on, but that is uh, not uh, that's not for the moon. Not for the moon. That's okay. For something else. That's for a different uh, psychedelic project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a little further out. We're talking like Europa or something like that. Not not her moon. Europa. Oh, not Europe. Europa. Europa. Uh, <laughs> Europa. Uh, what about your Oprah? What, <laughs> it's where Oprah what films. About, <laughs> yeah. What about my Oprah? Just your Oprah, Just not my, my Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't give a shit okay. about you. NASA don't care about you, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why I didn't get NASA shirt. I was like, man, this is weird. You know? Yeah. I thought we were. I thought Tech Brews operated as you know one unit, but apparently, nope. Nah, I, I mean, if you're lucky, you know, uh, I can maybe bring you back a rock from the moon or something. Well, it, it, well, it's not just because of the uh, the tech Bruce thing, but also because um, I don't know if you heard, but RM Mobile Detailing here in Colorado. You guys, you guys need some hose too. We detail uh, rockets. Uh, right. Funny enough, yeah, you're the official detailer of NASA. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I did a 
uh, just yesterday, I uh, it, it was like a quick two-hour job, but I actually polished and ceramic-coated Artemis. Did you? Just yeah. a just just a quick buff. <laughs> yeah, just a quick. They, <laughs> how big of a like, man? How, how big of a polisher were you using on that nine inch? Uh three three incher. <laughs> four. Four. Yeah, just yeah. a four. Yeah. yeah, four guy. I and that I thought you it. know I was like hey and I was going back and forth. I was like, do I want to use like a scythe, a soft white, you know, just mm-hmm. polishing pad? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's puppy. It's been out in the rain a lot. Maybe I'll go with the uh, Meguiar's red cutting pad yeah. on this one. Sure, sure. Yeah. The yep. problem, though, was that, uh, you know, I, I only brought the, the portable polisher. So Ooh. right at the end, man, it was kind of the batteries running a little low. So you're low. just up there kind of doing it by hand. Yeah, just like that. With that motion, the I was up and down. Yeah. Yep. Up and down kind of jerking motion. Yeah, and it sure. was like, man, this is uh, not making a lot of money on this. So I, I skedaddled, and then they told me, they're like, oh, we'll Venmo you the the payment, and uh, we'll send you a t-shirt in the mail. And I was like, sweet. Oh, ah, welcome to the club. I never saw it oh. today. No. I, I mean, there is a hurricane, so. They said they were going to Amazon it. Overnight, they, they were gonna Amazon your payment or your oh your shirt oh my shirt the shirt the shirt Robert yeah, yeah. I they, maybe maybe it's up on on the moon and they're gonna attach it to a hose and run it to your house. I fucking hate hosers, man. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, speaking of NASA and uh, uh, space companies and that kind of thing, obviously we all know SpaceX and we know their mm-hmm. internet service. Uh, which is a Starlink. You've heard of Starlink, right? Their satellite internet service. Uh, yep. I got on the waiting list for Starlink like two years ago, not for myself, but I got it for my grandma who lives in a place. She doesn't have broadband. She Her options yeah. are DSL or uh, line of sight internet service, but she sits kind of in a low spot where she's at, so she can't get line of sight. And her um, DSL is about one megabit per second. So basically... Di- Whoa, wait. Her dick sucking lips are only. That's kind of slow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> it's a good thing she doesn't listen to this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. She's I got a distracted. good Christian Continue. woman. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, but so she's been living in the you know in, in the past. So she's had HughesNet, which is another internet service provider satellite internet and they're fucking horrible so they're data limited and the so i I was doing some speed testing there before i installed the new internet and her old HughesNet, the ping was like 800 milliseconds so like my god she'd try to watch something on netflix or disney plus or something like that and it would time out before anything would ever load so like she literally had no like way to watch Netflix or anything like that. So finally got Starlink. It got delivered. I went up on her roof, attached it up there, and uh, dude, it's awesome. What? No way. Yeah. Really? So it's like I mean, it's not like you're not getting gigabit, but it's like a hundred meg, and then oh the, okay, the ping is like forty at the worst, which is like it's usable. And, like, she is yeah. just, like, blown away. She keeps sending me texts. She's like, I watched Netflix all night, and it never disconnected. And I'm like, good for <laughs> you. 
<laughs> so she's all excited. So I'm excited. So uh, that's my uh, review so far of of Starlink. It's awesome. It's worth the 500 bucks for the dish. And uh, yeah. it's a hundred, How... 110 bucks a month, unlimited data. And uh, no, no, they won't slow your internet down or anything like that. How hard was it to install the dish? It, you know, it wasn't bad. So um, it, it's really cool. So like you don't have to like try and find. So like old satellite dishes, you had to point in a certain direction and, and find an uh-huh. open spot. Well, this one, like if you can find a spot on a roof or a pole where there's limited obstructions, it's going to work. So the thing's powered. So it starts off like this and then it just moves and finds where it needs to go. And it's. It's cool. It's really ah. cool. And then, so it's actually got built-in features. So, you know, you think like, oh, if it snows, it gets covered with snow. You can't use your internet. You, It's got a fucking heater in it, Robert. On your phone, you hit warm up, it'll melt the fucking snow off of it. I would kind of hope that it would do that if you're spending like, would you say $500 on the dish? 500 bucks, yeah. Yeah, this thing better fucking give BJ's heat itself up and... <laughs> It better also order me and go grab me Taco Bell, too, while while it's at it, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right, though. There is that startup cost where when you go with a different internet provider, there's no startup cost. But, you know, for out in the boonies, it's the way to go. I would say, yeah, that's pretty impressive, man. I honestly was not thinking that it would have uh, that kind of capabilities. And I'm wondering, though, how... How much better is it going to get over the years? And right. are they kind of throttling it right now for like Ukraine? Or is right. it pretty much like that has nothing to do with it? And I, they're just, I, you know, whatever, releasing it to the world now. I mean, it is basically released to the world. But you would think, you know, we talked about that. They dropped a bunch of satellite dishes and to Ukraine and that kind of stuff, which, you know, is cool. Um, I know mm-hmm. they, they keep adding more and more satellites, so it's only going to get better. You're only going to get better connection, more reliable connection. Um, so, yeah, it's certainly not going to get worse, I hope. Yeah, it's it says that uh, from what everyone is kind of recording that the the speeds are slowly getting better and better over the years. Yeah. Um, it looks like Canada, your brothers out there, them other hosers... <laughs> They've seen about a 58% increase wow. in performance. Very and the cool. United Yeah, and the United States has seen over the past year about a 38% increase in performance. Mm-hmm. And that has gone all the way from and United States holds, I guess, the fastest internet as of right now. Sure. Um and let's see, what is this? It's saying that it's average right around like 100 megabytes per second. Yeah. And it, it or megabits. Megabits. Yeah. I mean, it, it varies, you know, like any internet, it's going to vary a little bit. Like, mm. you know, the lowest I ever saw was like 60, which is totally usable. You know, obviously we're spoiled, mm-hmm. Robert, when we're like, I have 900 megabits per second. But like, you, <laughs> you, you get that thought in your mind, like, how did I live without this? And then I go out there and it's like, if I'm on like 60, I'm like, this is, I can still stream whatever I want. I can still do whatever I want. I can still watch porn in 4K. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> it still works. So if you got 500 bucks uh, to spend and you don't have internet, that's the it. way to go. <laughs> do it. You know what's funny is uh, satellite performance versus fixed broadband internet in North America. 
Um, all providers kind of combined in the United States, they average about 144 megabits per second, download 20 up. Um, what's odd is that SpaceX Starlink um, works better in Mexico than it does in the United <laughs> States. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm not too sure why, but it literally says the average down and up speeds in Mexico are 105 and 19, but in the United States, it's averaging 90 and 10. Bastards. <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't understand why. That's hilarious. Oh, God. Yep. It's, uh, this is interesting, to say the least, man. There's a lot of places, actually, where Starlink um, works a whole lot better better um bullshit compared to the united states which i don't know if this is i mean i'm just gonna assume that elon has a kind of a reason why he's doing all of this but well you gotta wonder too if if you know they're trying to bring internet to the masses you know maybe the united states pretty much everybody if you're in a suburban population you have access to the internet and maybe they are targeting these other areas that don't have access to the internet. And this is like their only choice. More third world countries and yeah. other spots of other countries that maybe don't have like, you know, fiber optics like we do everywhere. And cause even if someone was like, Oh dude, you could get Starlink one gigabit speed, just install the satellite, buy it for $500, install the satellite and then pay one ten a month. I would probably still be like, well, I can get CenturyLink for 60 bucks a month and right. I have to pay and, shit. And so. they're not going to charge me to come out and hook it up. Right. Yeah, you can fuck off, actually. Yeah. Because, you know, my grandma talking with her, they're talking, they're going to probably run, um, I think, fiber on her street in the next few years. But she's like, you know, I don't know, not a quarter mile, but like a quarter mile off of her road. It's like, how much is that going to cost to bring the fiber from the road to her house? You know, well, and that it's interesting, I guess, that you uh, that you bring that up, man, because we in uh, new home construction have actually been having a lot of issues with CenturyLink because even in new neighborhoods, when we were trying to install all of our uh, low volt, right. usually what happens, man, is we contract with like Comcast, Xfinity, CenturyLink, whatever, and we basically just say, hey, we'll we'll allow you, we'll work with your contractors. We'll allow you to come set up your services in our neighborhood. You know, just sign this stuff that you're going to stay within you your utility easements, and we'll help you get set up. Basically, right. Um, CenturyLink, for whatever reason, man, and use uh, low volt providers or internet providers, they never charge us anything because obviously they want to win people's oh, services well, yeah, and course. make sure that. Yeah, their their services and their lines are permanently in the ground. And CenturyLink, for some odd reason, man, we were trying to be like, okay, well, you guys can come install your stuff. They're like, yeah, you're gonna, we're gonna charge you five hundred thousand dollars for uh, us to come in and install our our pedestals. What? And we were like, no, no we don't fucking care. <laughs> fine, don't do it. Right, and they're like, okay, problem. fine. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, fine, we won't. And we were like, okay, congratulations, Comcast. You just won every house in the entire neighborhood Jeez. because nobody has any other choice except you guys are going satellite. And they, they, it's like Century like literally just handed the keys to the kingdom, like twelve hundred fucking homes over to, to Comcast. Well, whatever. I mean, you know what? The, 
So here's the thing, too, with Comcast and broadband providers. When Doxus 4 is starting to be um, is starting to roll out, and we're going to see Comcast doing that here in the next few years. Um, like, currently, they run on Doxus 3.1. And so, like, their modems are limited. Like, you're limited on upload versus download speeds. So, you're pretty limited right. to, I mean, theoretically, 10 gigabits per second. But really, it's like 2 gigabits per second. And then upload speeds, it's like 100 megs top. So, you don't have uh-huh. that symmetrical speed. Well, with, with Doxus 4.0, that's the big difference is you can do symmetrical speeds. So, you can have uh-huh. gig up, gig down. And it is up to 6 gigs up and 10 gigs down. So, uh, it'll be it'll be a big upgrade when they start yeah. rolling that out. And then it's it's almost like... And, and that's just with a copper wire, you know, you know, how fiber is fibers pretty finicky and to fix it and stuff is a big deal compared to somebody chopping a cable. You know, it's not a right. big deal, but um, which I, is also funny. You say that because oddly enough, man, CenturyLink. So they they ran all of their wires in my neighborhood, all the fiber optics. Right. They just refused to install the peds. So it's all out. We're the like. Road. So we were like, well, no, it's like all their wires, fiber optics right. just all over the place, like in between the homes. Right. Um, you know, in the backyards. And I, I'm emailing them and I'm like, Are you guys gonna come finish your work? And they're like, No, you didn't pay us. And I'm like, But Okay, so I'm gonna take these fiber optics then and, and cut it all and right. either throw it away or sell it. And they like were literally like, You can't touch our material. I was like, you oh, to fucking hell with that! Here. You're abandoning it. Right. Or either come finish it, or it's being cut. And they're like, "We'll we'll talk to our senior managers." Didn't hear from them for like a week. Emailed them. I was like, "Are you gonna come grab your material or finish this stuff out?" Didn't hear from them. Send me another email. Fuck it, I'm cutting your stuff. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Didn't hear from them. I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. So I'm right now, dude, I'm literally like on almost every house throwing away, like no joke, probably like 40 linear feet of fiber optic cable just Gosh. laying around doing nothing. Isn't that yeah, crazy? That's bad. I mean, yeah. if it, it makes you feel better, fiber optic cable is cheaper than cable because it's just glass, you know? Yeah, well, like, yeah, it's it's like glass and like plastic kind of mended together basically, to basically yeah. shoot light through the tube. But yeah, it's uh, it's just weird to me. I don't know just why you would go through the trouble of installing a bunch of stuff and then trying to argue. You can't you touch know. that. Yeah, it'd be like it would be like me trying to tell people that they have to pay me or pay. Pay, I don't know, dude. I just I don't I don't I can't wrap my head around what the fuck they were thinking in, in doing this. But anyways, yeah. moving on. <laughs> the uh, sorry, did you have any more to say on that? Nope, that was it. Sweet. OK, Um, so they uh, have finally, which I'm pretty excited about this, man. We talked about this a little bit last week, but. Um, the Diablo 4 endgame beta, mm-hmm. uh, closed endgame beta, they finally started sending out um, invites to people middle or actually yesterday, I believe, nice. or on Monday. So for our thousands and thousands of listeners out there, 
Diablo 4 beta may be in your mailbox if you're a huge advocate of playing uh, Diablo. Disappointingly, I am not per- part of the uh, first round here. So there, but there will okay. be more invites down the road. That's not the only invite, okay? No, there will be quite a few more, but um, they're supposed to be sending out invites. I think it's kind of a controlled scenario where they're supposed to be sending out invites over the next like month, month and a half, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're trying to limit how many people are on the Diablo 4 servers, essentially, so it's not like the servers crash because they send out... 5,000 invites and everyone tries to jump on at once and play all at once. I think they're trying to limit and how many they send out and then it's closed beta. So you really only get to play for a little bit, kind of test some things out, give your feedback. They probably kick your ass off and then they send out another group of invites basically. So um, we'll see. And basically because of that, man, I have just, uh, I have been playing the living crap out of Diablo three. Just Diablo to get, two. just to get in the zone, in the mood. Just yeah, that and the maybe I didn't state this last time, but um, they are only sending out invites to people that have been playing recently a lot of Diablo two and Diablo three Endgame material. So if you've recently been on a, a boatload in logging hours, you may you may get an invite. It's going to be literally based on how much you've been playing, which I'm kind of limited. There's YouTubers out there, man, where it's their life to play this stuff. I'm sure they right. already are getting invites. But um, for anyone that is curious, though, in playing it, though, it's. Not that uh, this is going to be like the last beta until the official game comes out next year. They are going to do some public betas um, beginning to middle of next year before the official release. So that is uh, that is what I got for Diablo update. Cool. Free gauge. Yeet. 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 What do you got, bro? Bro. I got nothing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us on another episode, Uh, Tech Bruce. We gotta go. Just boop. (laughs) Or we could just we could just put the uh, piano music back in again. (laughs) There we go. And then, like a few seconds later, we'll be like, (sighs) "So, Robert, um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Pokemon Blue." Oh, oh shit! Right. Yes, I remember you were the erasing grand, numbers. The grand finale, folks. Yep, to, you were erasing numbers off of your bet to try and get closer. That's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> for a recap, everybody, this is a Pokemon Blue sealed game cartridge for the Game Boy. Just the Game Boy, uh, back in from '98, uh, I think it was. I don't have it in front of me because I don't want to look at the price yet. Uh, it was sealed. Uh, it's been rated, all that stuff. I think when we looked last week, it was at like $1,300. Um, we placed guesses on how much we thought it would be when it closed. Robert guessed 4269 <laughs> I was much more conservative, and I guessed 1248 Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. That was $11,248. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you deleted a number there. I think I, uh, I, think I overshot a little bit. But uh, I'm going to load it up here, Robert, and we're going to find out what it sold for because I believe it closed. Uh, it just ended three minutes ago. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah, so perfect timing. Grand total. $2,648. Robert, you are the winner. Closest to the price without going over. I am, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I thought it would go for more, clearly. Yeah, well, and especially with how we've talked on the podcast, man, about, like, Pokemon, with the most expensive Pokemon cards that have ever been sold and video games and all that kind of stuff. I definitely would have thought that it would have went for more. Um, the, uh, did you hear about the Pokemon card that Logan Paul bought? Uh Uh-uh. I try not to, to read anything about that guy. Okay. So (laughs) he purchased the world's most expensive Pokemon card, partially because, I mean, obviously, right, I mean, he probably made it. I mean, he posted it on YouTube, and there's a whole bunch of shit about how it wasn't necessarily him that marked up the pricing. That's just literally how expensive it was. And it was this private owner that owned it, and um, out in Dubai. And so it it is a uh, Pokemon... It's the Pokemon Illustrator card uh, ranked... Uh, a perfect whatever it was, A10 sealed, blah, 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 blah. Right. Dude in Dubai owned it. Um, he kept his name very, very secret. And Logan Paul purchased it. Now, I'm going to let you take a guess because I've, no- I've known this. I saw the episode a while ago. Now, did you say it was a, what card was it? It was a Charizard, you said? Or what? No, it's, po- it's called the Pokemon Illustrator card. It's this... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I know what you're talking picture about. Picture of, like, Pikachu holding yeah. a fucking paintbrush, and then, yeah. Is that a first um, first edition? First edition, yep. And was it, uh, I don't think because it was an Illustrator card. Oh, yep, no, holographic um, Illustrator, and, like I said, ranked the only A10 card. And I think that the reason why this one is so damn expensive because there were there were very, very, very few made um, to begin with, and then there was only one that was actually perfected. So how much do you think Logan Paul, who is a very wealthy advocate, wealthy, big into Pokemon what? trading cards, how um, much do you think he bought it for? Well, before we jump into that, I'm going to look up his net worth. Because now I'm curious. Logan Paul's? Yes. Oh, he's... I 45 think million, like, this says. I was going to say, I think it was close to 50 million last time I checked. He's only 27? Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, see, I guess I don't know. I have no idea what a Pokemon card like that would cost. 10,000? I'll, I'll give you... I'll at least give you a ballpark. Okay. Um, so originally, the guy before Logan Paul bought it for two, I think it was two and a half million. The card? Yeah. He bought the card for <laughs> no. two and a half million. Yeah. Yes, I'm dead serious. The guy before Logan Paul. The guy in Dubai. It. Yeah. The guy in Dubai. He bought it for, I think it was two and a half million, or maybe it was like 1.5 or something like that. Um, Obviously, and, and Logan Paul did this. He bought it, like, I think it was maybe last year, middle of last year sometime when the stock market was doing really well and prices were a little bit higher on everything. And um, so I'll tell you, it wasn't over 
<laughs> it wasn't over seven million, but it was definitely more than the uh, one point. So like 1. what? Point five. Four, five million he spent on it on a Pokemon card. He purchased the uh, professional sport authenticator grade ten Pikachu Illustrator card for five point two seven five million dollars. Oh my god! Yep, dude, is that not? Is he gonna absolutely hold on to that, insane. or is he gonna? He's gonna sell it, or why? Just to have. Basically, um, just just to have because it's the rarest Pokemon card in the entire world. Now is that's what I was going to ask? Is is that the highest selling Pokemon card ever? What he paid for? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Set the uh, set the world record basically, and then of course he flaunted it a lot. But and actually, I was wrong. This wasn't last year. He just did this literally like last month. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Huh. So. Or is just a few months ago? Yeah, either way, ridiculous. Oh, so in June of 2021, the guy purchased the PSA Grade 9, a PSA Grade 9 Pikachu Illustrator card. That was the last most expensive one okay. ever. Publicly so this traded is like for the 1. only 275. Like 10. Grade 10. Yeah, okay. Yep. They say that this is literally the only 10 of this uh, particular card in the entire world. Wow. And so then in April of this year, Logan Paul bought it for $5.275 million. My God. And only 23 have been certified by the PSA, and only one has been given a PSA rating of 10. Okay. And you got a picture, most of them are probably sevens or something like yeah. that, because like even you could pull it out of the package and scratch it. You know, and it'd yeah, be a and it'd seven, be fucked. right? Yeah, or even a six, and then, you know, how many of these are just opened by kids that are like, "Wow, cool!" Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, and they're like throwing it, it throw around. It. And <laughs> so, and back in '98 or whenever that came out, the '90s, like people didn't know how expensive they'd be now, so they weren't like, "I better be careful with it." So it could be the only one that's ever a ten from here on out, and fucking Logan Paul owns it. I know. Every time, man, I mean, since Pokemon cards have just been coming more and more rare, it's just like, I feel like anything I get and I buy, I'm just like, should I open this or should I just like buy it and keep it? Right. Because what just if it becomes in case. rare? Right. This, this, this pair of uh, Fruit of the Loom underwear. Should, <laughs> should I box this up? In the limited edition emerald green <laughs> color. They'll never make this again. <laughs> I mean, dude, if someone went back in time and told me in the early 90s, Pokemon cards are going to be worth so much money. Oh, Buy yeah. Buy as many packs as you can and just hold on to them. Everyone would have done it, right? But right. instead, man, I fucking bought them, tossed them, and traded them, and right. fucking ripped them. Because you didn't even care. You and... didn't care what the rarest was. You just thought that maybe Machoke looked cooler than Ninetales. So you're like, oh, I'll trade for that. But the Machoke oh, cool. is way more fucking, you know, common. Dad, look at me. I have a hundred fire energy cards. This is the best set ever. Red's my You're favorite like... color. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, like I want to blame, like, my parents. Like, how did my parents not know this was going to be worth so much money? But, like, I'm sure your daughters, one of them right now has something that's going to be worth, like, a hundred grand ten years from now. And you're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. 
I know. Yep, 100%, dude. Well, and that's where it's like uh, like the, the T.Y. Uh, Beanie Baby back whatever right. things, you know? Who would have known, dude, that a stupid stuffed animal like that, not even Beanie Bag Baby Bean Bear. Beanie Baby. <laughs> Beanie Baby Bears. Bear whatever you want to call it. Sack thing. And let's not forget when we were discussing this several months ago, one of the the most expensive ones up there in the top 10 list of these TY pieces of shit is the fucking cheap piece of shit McDonald's set right. that they sold back in the 90s. Which Who would have thought? I man? had. Not all of them, but yeah. I remember having them and like it was they were just yep. toys, man, like I'd be out in yep. the street in the gutter like, "Oh no, he's drowning." And just like, Bleh. <laughs> you know. Oh, I did. I don't think I, I didn't tell you about this, but well, and I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Oh. We'll have to talk later, maybe. Okay. This is... But I did come across a few beanie babies. Oh, potentially in my, and it's maybe somewhere kind of close. I have it somewhere, not in my house. I have some beanie babies elsewhere Buried in another in location. The and I With went his through first and I, wife. Yep, and I did exactly. How? Well, don't tell him, dude. But I might have seen a couple of uh, Beanie Babies that were on that list. I might need to have them uh, fucking scoped out and see if I can sell them for a few grand. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. While we're and we never went through our Pokemon cards either. No, nope, we got to do that. We didn't. Yep. I was gonna say really quick. I'm I'm still browsing through the website here, looking at stuff that are uh, for auction. This one ended at same time, eight thirty. So it just ended a little while ago. This is 1985. It's Duck Hunt for the NES. It's sealed. Ooh. It only has a seven point five rating with a A seal rating. Uh, you gotta well, and and it's important to remember. Remember when the NES. They started selling it with Duck Hunt and Mario mm-hmm. in the same package. So I think yep. the Duck Hunt on its own is pretty rare. Yeah. So if you had to take a guess, how much do you think this one went for? Mm. 5000 Close. 11400 What? Yeah. Oh. Oh my god, though. So my guess of eleven thousand two hundred and forty-eight on the other one is uh, spot on here. There we go, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I gotta go through my old shit, man. I still have. We've talked about this. I still have an original Atari and video games. And last time I broke it out, it it was, um, I hooked it up. The problem is that I need a really old TV, and now I don't have one, but. You know, they have not just the old auxiliary, but the cable port and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last time I pulled it out, it's... stuff. I always get one of those. Yeah. Last time I, I pulled it out, man, it still worked. And I don't know. I didn't really see that they were going for much because mine's like super used and also, you know, whatever. It's still but, cool to have. You never know. Yeah, I, I'm going to hold on to it, dude, until I'm literally like fucking 80. And then those... Things are going to be, and if it still works magically, it, this thing will be worth more money than anyone could imagine. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Right. Seriously. It'll, it'll put your daughters through college. Yep. I think some of the, yeah, I think some of the original, original video game systems 
for instance, Nintendo 64, man, we all know that that is easily one of the most like iconic fucking video game systems of all time. I plan on holding on to that puppy for as long as I fucking can and make sure that it's always in good working condition. And just as long as that happens, I'm hoping 50 years from now I could sell it for like a few hundred grand, you know, with inflation and shit. Sure. Yeah, that's the goal. See, I don't have anything good like that. I got... I got nothing. I'm trying to think what I got here that I can sell. Well, I got some pennies. I got a bird. I got a bird. He might be worth a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not in 20 years when he's <laughs> a pile of bones, but, you know. He'll be alive in 20 years. Okay, sorry, 50 years? There you go. He'll be dead then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so will I, though. I mean, I'll be dead in 50 years. Oh God, man! Yeah, I. Depending on the way that my job's going right now, I I hope I die soon too. <laughs> you won't even be on the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Robert? Oh, Possib- he's dead. Possibly, man. I told my coworkers jokingly I might paint the walls behind my desk, and they didn't think it was as funny as I did. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful yeah. with some of those jokes. I, I had a couple <laughs> buddies at one of my previous jobs where, like, we made a lot of those jokes, and, and then somebody overhears you, and then it's. You're in HR, and you're like, no, no, they're not being serious. They're just jokes. And then, yeah, it goes downhill from there. I would just tell them, I'd be like, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? I don't know. You might get get some paid time off. A little vacation. You just got to start crying. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't want to go through all that. That just sounds like, you know. And then everybody's going to treat you weird around at work. Be like, hey, Robert, you look great today. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, not only that, but then you're just like, I don't know. I had a, I legit, I had a coworker that did that purposely, though, where he was like, dude, I burnt all my vacation time. I'm just, I'm tired of this job. I'm stressed out. This is ridiculous. I'm just going to claim to HR that management's put way too much stress on me that it's it's my mental health and then i'm gonna put in for short-term disability leave and i was like it's kind of a bitch thing to do dude isn't it like shouldn't you just like go find a new job and he's like yeah but fuck that i want to get paid and just hang out at home and i was like Uh, that's kind of shitty and then he did it yeah and then he actually did it and pulled it off and then when the short-term disability was over in six weeks or whatever the day he was supposed to come back, he put in his two-week notice and was like, yeah, I won't be coming back. Uh, 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 nice. So he, what, he went out and found a new job while he <laughs> yeah. was on leave? <laughs> on, like, week five, yeah. And then he was like, oh, I could start Monday, you know? Oh, I was like, oh. you're a piece of shit. Wow. And then nice he tried guy. calling me. Yeah, and then he tried calling me when I left that company and I came to my new company. He tried calling me because he found out about it. And he's like, dude, you should get me a job. I was like, yeah, definitely not. Absolutely fucking yeah, not. Yeah, but, no. Yeah, but um, anyways, moving on from that, um, I got uh, some other cool news. Yeah, you want to hear about it? No. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna can tell, tell the listeners. Anyways. I'm gonna go ahead and mute you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sure? just kidding. No, no, I'm here to listen. It's about hose technology. Oh, I'm like, just kidding. Uh, it has how, nothing to how, do with hose technology. How stretchy is the hose? Yeah, hydraulic technology. Oh, oh, 
No, it's um, <laughs> Assassin, Assassin's Creed Mirage was of, officially announced, release date, like pricing, all this kind of stuff. Well, not release date, but whatever. Release year, next year, right? Right. Um, historically, Assassin's Creed video games have always been released somewhere between the October to December time frame. So um, we're pretty much just going to go with that assume that it'll be next year end of next year sometime but um it'll come out for the usual right xbox playstation um ps4 ps5 xbox one x or a series x pc download there'll be a standard deluxe collector's case edition and i'm i'm pretty excited about this one gage pretty excited about it it's been a while right since they've had one a couple years since they've Um, released uh, one they had Assassin's Creed Valhalla that came out, I think, two years ago. Okay. But that's um, quite a while, because they used to release one or even two a year. Yeah, it used to be like one a year, and then they got away from that for just a little bit, where then they did, I think it was Origin and Valhalla, and um, what's the one that's in fucking Rome? What do they call it? Odyssey, that's it. Okay. All of those, I'm pretty sure, were released like two years apart from each other, but they had DLCs that came out kind of in between there, you know? But the the original ones, a lot of the original ones, it was almost every single year. This one, so this is uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. You are Bossom, a cunning street thief with nightmarish visions seeking answers and justice. Cool. So you are to join a uh, secret ancient organization and come to understand a new creed, one that will change Bassam's fate in ways he could never imagine. Hmm. Nice. So good. And <laughs> <laughs> what I'm what I'm most excited about though is that the the pictures that they've released, man, they are bringing it back. Like, did you ever play the first Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I mean, when it came out, I don't really remember it, though. Okay, so it kind of came Assassin's Creed one and two, man, they both were like, whatever, kind of like Middle Eastern ish, almost, right? right? Kind of had a very, uh, the cities and everything were Persian, 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 yeah, yeah, yep. And uh, they're bringing it back, basically. So it's going to be kind of tighter grouped buildings smaller alleyways um you know bigger crowds it's a little more rooftop running less like scaling buildings left and right and running across ropes between buildings and weird shit that they kind of got away from the original you know that made the first game so damn good of just like so much rooftop running and dipping into alleyways tight tight alleyways so um, they say that this is like kind of a tribute to the original Assassin's Creed. Nice. Um, that kind of laid out the foundation of everything and, uh, the homage of it basically, um, and bringing it back to what really started it all. So that's, uh, it's pretty exciting. And especially with the fact that they have been working on it for so damn long, um, it's going to be fun for them to bring back almost kind of like the original game, but on a massive, massive scale. Sure. You know, Valhalla and Odyssey and Origin, man, those games and those maps were so stupidly massive. It was almost overwhelming to a point. 
where you'd look at it and just be like, I don't have fucking time for this. This is like <laughs> almost too big. I don't know if I want to tackle this, you know? Sure. So that'll probably come out end of next year. Super nice. exciting. Nice. Well, so it, yeah. now I did look on, I'm on Ubisoft's website here. Um, it's already available for pre-order and it yep. does say 2023. There's no date associated with it. Um, nope. Yeah. Uh, the uh, collector's case, which uh, it comes with the game. It comes with a figurine. It comes with the soundtrack, a uh, steel book, a, uh, a replica of, this dude's brooch and uh, bonus content. And a it brooch. is. Brooch. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a cup? No, a brooch is. Isn't that brooch like thing a brooch thing you wear? Cup? Like here. A what? A sports cup. You know? Like, Here's a sports cup. What's a sports cup? Like the thing you get at the Rockies game with your souvenir Pepsi Coke? N- no. No, no, no. Oh, like that like you. Cup. <laughs> you put it on your dick. <laughs> oh, I don't have one of those. Assassin assassins needed cups back in the day, man. You didn't want to get kicked in the nuts during an assassination, you know. Cups. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, 150 bucks. Would you pay 150 bucks for that? Fuck no. <laughs> no. Not even a little bit. No, me neither. Absolutely Would you pre-order not. a game that isn't going to come out for another year? Um, I I probably will. In all honesty, just because I loved odyssey origin and valhalla so damn much and they were so insanely fun man valhalla was one of the games that i became like it's not very often that i come across a game that i i instantly just get like beyond addicted to and play it day in day out every morning every night like wake up before fucking work maybe play a little bit go to work come home play a little bit more got something to look forward to valhalla is one of those games um that i I got super addicted to along with um, uh, origin was like that too. So I'm just kind of assuming that this one's going to be pretty good. I'll probably pre-order it just to get it 10 bucks off. And I know that I'll want it right away. So nice. Yeah. But you're not paying 150 bucks. Oh, fuck. No, not, not unless my company like just all of a sudden takes off over the year. Then maybe, I don't know. (laughs) You never know. You never know. (laughs) You know, nice. And then uh, last bit of news here, Gage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the RTX 4090 finally arrives at Best Buy sites. Really? For pre-order? Uh, with an MSRP, officially. Mm. Now, is this, um, are these for, well, go ahead. The NVIDIA GeForce RTX, which may soon become one of the biggest, best graphics cards, goes on sale October 12th. Um, as a result, basically, they had to obviously post the MSRP, and um, it's not uh, insane prices. Not like the 2070 that launched at what 2,500 fucking billion dollars or whatever. Well, it was. their MSRPs were actually quite a bit lower than this, but they just didn't actually sell for that. Yeah. Well, so the GeForce RTX 4090 appears to be maintaining about a $1,600 MSRP currently, which is not like for a 4090. That's not like insane. Right. Considering how much um, the the 20 and and 30 series we're going for. And let's see here. Otherwise, they kind of have like, I don't know, they kind of have like a, a 
kind of slightly newer look to them. They look pretty cool. The MSI GeForce RTX 4090, they, it will have a Supreme Liquid 24G cell also. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Here's the new graphics card, everyone. Finally. You know? And I do believe this one is supposed to come with restrictions on Bitcoin mining, which I'm assuming probably I'm um, just kind of guessing we hopefully we don't have too many problems with Bitcoin mining here um, with how down the market is. Right. With Bitcoin mining, you'd think. But. Yeah. That's all I got, Gage. What do you got? Uh, I don't got much today. I don't really remember what I was even going to talk about, but here's Perfect. what I will tell you. Uh, we finally, me and the roommate, finally got around to watching Andor on Disney Plus. And, uh, you know, we don't have to jump into a review because I know you haven't seen it or anything like that. But let me tell you, it is fantastic. Is it? It, so far, what we've seen in these, you know, four episodes or whatever, uh, it is at least on par with Mandalorian. Okay. So in terms of like, it's got, at least in my opinion, again, it has really good pacing. So mm-hmm. like Rings of Power, it's so slow. And, you know, the dialogue is slow and like, and or it's not like fast, like you can keep up with it. No problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like there's too much shit being thrown at you, but like. It's got great dialogue. It's got good pacing. It's got good acting, unlike Rings of Power. It doesn't mm-hmm. look as good as like Rings of Power. Obviously, the budget wasn't the same as Rings of Power. But, right. um, bro, for what it is, it's phenomenal. Okay. So, so from, from my perspective, uh, that's the go-to show for me for this fall. And did they release, just because I didn't really look, did they release like two episodes, three episodes right off the bat? Yes, they did three episodes that was last Wednesday, and then they're doing one every Wednesday. I think it's ten ten episodes or eight episodes. I can't remember. So a new one just came out today. Okay. And then how many, do you know how many episodes they're supposed to be? doing on this show i and i don't know if it's going to be multi-season or how they're gonna kind of space that out this is you know so this takes place obviously it's like a lead up to rogue one so you're five Mm -hmm. years basically before um episode four uh so i think they have some room to make this last for a few years but i would assume i would assume this is going to be multi-season okay so now we'll have i guess mandalorian Boba Fett, Lord of the Rings, Andor, and then the 20,000 Marvel shows that have been released to follow. Yep. Sweet. Yep. And that's, and and we talked about that. Star Wars is almost getting to that point of being Marvel and becoming overwhelming. And they're right on that fine line where I think they need to take a step back and take a break. And just focus on the core shows, Mandalorian and or and uh, whatever else they want to come out with, because they're going to go too far with it. 
Yep. I could not uh, I could not agree more, man. I think they need to kind of just chill for a minute. I know that they're trying to capitalize on everything that they can right now while they're hot. And I understand that being partially in sales and striking while the iron hot that while the iron is hot is very important. But quality is a big thing, too, and not uh, letting that kind of over overtake your your sales here, you know. Right. So. All right, well, I will have to go and watch that. We'll do a full review on Lord of the Rings, not next episode, but... I mean, at this point, we might as well just wait till the end of the season. I have to force myself to watch this show. Like, I do not (laughs) want to watch it. Like, we'll sit down to eat dinner or something, and it's like, what do you want to watch? Rings of Power? And I'm like... Not really. Yeah, I, like we could watch really. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. No, and I feel the same way. That's partially why when Nina was texting us earlier, and she's like, "Oh, shucks, you guys want to do it Saturday?" And I was like, "No, nope, can't do not it. Really. Sorry, no. not really. I'll watch it on my own when I'm like falling asleep." <laughs> and then say it was really good. And then she was like, "Oh, well, I got a wedding next week." I was like, "Oh, bummer. bummer. Oh well." Just have to do three the next week. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to dread it all day and probably fall asleep watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and at least at that point, man, I can just like lay there, eat food and get slowly shit faced, like just drinking booze, you know, and it's like that's different than like, you know, and then I only have to make, you know, one trip out to Nina is not like fucking three to try and bear down on this show, basically. So. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, also, really quick, Andor is going to be two seasons. So it was originally going to be five. They condensed it down to two. So two seasons, it sounds like. Okay. I can. I that's that's good. Yeah, I, th- I like that. That's good. You can have a good thing without it getting stretched out too long and turning into, you know, how every show turns into where you're like, this isn't good anymore. Yeah. Yep. Or it just gets annoyingly too long, kind of like uh, The Walking Dead. Right got way too long got way too i lost 100 percent interest they were on like season eight and i was like okay yep we're done here <laughs> you guys haven't, walking dead you guys haven't Thanks, died appreciate yet? Okay. it <laughs> there's no fucking way man you guys all need to just die let's you know zombie that zombie show was cool for a while but now that they are on season what 11 like bro give yeah, it up it's please time. for the love of god I just have everybody die at the end. <laughs> yeah, mad scientist created uh, a nuke and he fucking nuked the core of the earth. Boom. Yep, the end. Oops. <laughs> space <laughs> space zombies. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Um, did you have anything else? Uh, not, not really. I don't think so. I know I'm forgetting okay. something, but whatever. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode, Tech Brews Games, Bailey. And oh, Bailey, good luck in the hurricane. Yep. I hope you're help. In all honesty, hope you're uh, staying safe down there. I it's it's only a her uh, level one, right? It I think it's like a two right now. It it made landfall at a four, but uh, yeah, oh, no, it's shit. It, it went south of Tampa, so it it kind of cut down there by like Punta Gorda or something. So it's like it's fine. Yeah, 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 but that's that's closer to the core of it. It's, she's kind of on the outskirts yeah. of the. It's just rain, yeah, so. wind. She sends me pictures and videos. She's still alive, still has internet, still has phone service, still has power. 
<laughs> no big deal. Do you have to go to Do you have to go to work? Yeah, so when there's she, a hurricane? she works from home, so the rule is she has to work in, unless there's a power outage. Oh my god, yeah. that's so annoying, dude. Corporate America, man. They're like, oh, cool, <laughs> oh, hurricane. Oh, that's there's fantastic. a hurricane. Well, you could just work. Do you have internet? Okay. <laughs> so what's the problem? I don't understand. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I hope you're staying safe, Bailey. Be sure to donate. We're going to send it to Bailey to buy some Top Ramen. Yep. We'll Amazon it to her. Because Amazon, I'm sure, is still working they, through the hurricane. Yeah, I'm sure. They probably have boats for this <laughs> to go through the flooding. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later. Later.